Hello, hello. Thank you for coming to Formerly Christians podcast. Thank you for supporting me on Anchor by Spotify. I hope that you are growing. I hope that you are learning. I hope that you are excelling uh, in this life uh, because we have so many reasons uh, to lose our minds, right? Uh, So much is happening in terms of just the different social unrest in this world. And it definitely can take a toll. I mean, psychologically, um, you find yourself questioning, you know, what is this world, you know, coming? Well, I think people say that, what is this world coming to? But the world has always been chaotic. So I don't want to be one of those people who repeats that. I hate cliche stuff. But, um, you know, the world is getting just more and more violence. Um, It's getting more and more um, detached. Like people are more detached. Uh, They are so much more capitalistic and uh, you combine all of that with the misinformation that so many of us are walking around with, uh, specifically when you think of uh, religions and you just have a human being that you have human beings who are just more and more robotic, who refuse to analyze the the religious doctrines which have ended up in their lives. They refuse to learn anything new uh, about these religions and they just continue to engage in the different rituals of these religions in their lives. It's it's sad because it, you know having been a former Christian, I can you know I, I know the two sides, right? I know the side of religion and I know the side of non-religion. I also know how uh, the importance of of detaching God from these religions because they are not of God. They were created to acknowledge God, but these religions have become so um, anti-God in the process. Uh, Because you always have to question the the standards which you uphold God to be. Like, how do you view God? Because how you view God is going to be... um, important when you describe your relationship to God. You know, people people will say that, well, God told me to do this and God told me to do that. And like I've said before, I think I've referenced that before, like, well, tell me what you did and let's see if this is something that's relatable to God in any way, shape or form. And, you know, even when they tell you it's like, it's questionable because the, uh, the problem is differentiation. Like a lot of human beings do not differentiate um, and they continue to just bring God into everything. Like God has so many enemies in this world. Uh, it's, it makes sense that, you know, the, that they're atheists in this world because you're just giving people so many different versions of God. Um, that uh, it confuses a lot of people. And I really encourage you to just, uh, you know, discern here. Like, who who is God to you? Like, how do you visualize this God? Uh, and don't mix God with some earthly prophet or some earthly messenger that religion teaches you about. Um, because there, there's, a, there's not, uh, God never sent a specific prophet. God never sent a specific messenger. Um, God has created an ecosystem uh, with human beings, with land, water, vegetation, species, and all. And God sees all of us as prophets and messengers um, because we all have the capability, number one, to connect to God, to be with God in a spiritual, uh, psychological uh, way. And uh, that is not 
that is not esoteric to some people and um, of and foreign to others. It is available for, to all of us. This relationship t- with God is available to all of us. We do not have to believe, nor should we continue to believe that uh, there are designated people who can do, who should who can do this. I'm trying to find the best words here. The like the bishop and the priest and the rabbi, they're the only ones who can do this, and whereas the rest of us are not capable of having that relationship. That is what a lot of these religions are, are teaching in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and you know that's why they continue to push their prophets be down your throat and their messengers down your throat. And in a modern day, with so much information, with so much research having been done about these religions, you you have to be the person who questions all of that, who who you know get gets to understand uh, who God is from a from a personal perspective. So that you can be able to um, withstand all of the gibberish that these religions are trying to push in your mind and in your psyche, um, you it's it falls on you. It really does. This your story falls. The story of your life is for you to write. God is your reassurance, but God is not writing your story in the same way God is not writing my story. I have to write that story. Uh, seven billion people in this world have to write their story. Uh, God doesn't have time to be in heaven uh, writing stories. Uh, so, you know, you know, for those people who are continuing to say, well, God told me to go there and God told me to do this. No, your mind, your experience, those are what told you to go to a certain place. Um, but wherever you go, and if your belief is in God, then know that you are fine. Know that you will be fine because you have a backup, uh, you know, because we cannot we cannot rely on each other, unfortunately. I mean, we live in a world where human beings are just more interested in just uh, detachment. We're not interested in, um, uh, you know, being genuine and being uh, loving and caring toward one another. We literally want to destroy one another every chance we get. Um, it's an unfortunate reality. I mean, but I also blame religions for that because, of course, with the different definitions, people are walking around in different uh, mindsets, uh, more of a competitive. Everything is competition and religion is competition. Capitalism is competition. Patriarch is competition. And all of that leads to violence. So this is the world that we are working with. It's a violent world. It's one where you are not exempt from this just because you know how to read bi- uh, biblical verses or other other religious um, doctrinal uh, verses or what, whatever you call it, um, you are not exempt. You are you are in this world, and you will um, also face atrocities. You will also face um, uncertainties. You will have moments of psychological uh, breakdowns. Um, don't ever think that you are not supposed to. You're not supposed to face those things just because you believe in God. That is a false conclusion, and you will. You will not know how to face uh, problems in your life if that is how you how you're walking around this universe. Uh, you will be surprised when problems show problems show up on your door. You will be um, in a, a a psychological burden um, when prob- challenges uh, show up on your table. You have to prepare yourself for this world. You have to prepare yourself for everything that is happening in this world. And, uh, you know, you also have to be a, um, what's the word? You have to be a corrector. You, you, specifically, if you believe in God, you have to focus on solutions. 
you have an, the first step to solving anything is to identifying the problem, right? You need to know what the problem is first and then think of solutions. So, you know, you, you are a practical human being and as well as a spiritual being, you, but that is your homework. That is something that you take on in your personal time and only you can um, tell us about that, that relationship. It is not for someone else to define for you. Your spiritual relationship is, is, is for you. It's for you to do. So uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for supporting. I want to talk about um, Black people and the Bible and these religions that we have found ourselves in and w- these religions which are taking us back to uh, slavery days almost, uh, because of course, many of these religions were given to us black people, people of African descent through the, the works of our slave masters, even Islam. I mean, the Arab slave trade in sub-Saharan Africa surplanted Islam in that, that region. And look at all the problems that is happening in Africa because of that religion, because of, um, the people who are there. Uh, those prob- problems in, in Africa have roots. They are not just people getting mad at one another and you know killing each other. They have historical roots. I mean, uh, the continent of Africa is, um, has a lot of history, has many layers. So it, it is not ever in the best interest of Africa to think that uh, the problems and the issues uh, that you see on TV are simply... Um, yesterday's problems or the day before. We're talking about centuries of problems which have um, migrated into the 21st century world. Um, So these religions in the lives of Black people are not helping us. Uh, They have taken away the spiritual component uh, and the lessons which were passed down from like the ancient Egyptians. I've said that they they were Kemet, um, those spiritual concepts were in place to help us take accountability. They were in place to help us grow through our different uh, struggles. Uh, and those that is the best way to, um, to grow as a spiritual person is to acknowledge uh, your flaws or your, your hurdles, your hindrances, and work toward bettering them. That was the entire the entire, uh, definition of ancient Kemet. But of course, things change, right? Like Kemet did not continue, although it had many dynasties, it did not continue on uh, with the same people and with the same philosophies. Uh, new people came in and Islam ended up in Egypt for now. It gave it its religious definition and Islam also spread into sub-Saharan Africa and it completely wiped out the spiritual component of what the ancient Egyptians were, were working with. So now you have a new, new way of looking at God. You have a new way of reaching God. It means that you have to read a doctrine and you have to acknowledge a middle person to get to God. Uh, that is the same um, principle as Judeo-Christianity. Well, Ju- Judaism is a little bit different because there's so many breakdowns to it. Uh, it's, it's kind of uh, hard for me to just uh, generalize it like that. Um, but specifically Christianity and Islam, where there's that figure uh, in place that you have to uh, acknowledge and uh, pray to so that you can get to God. Um, that those, those are problematic. Um, they're problematic because 
it stops you from uh, thinking that uh, you have to, you need the, you, that you can do things on your own is what I'm trying to say, that you can reach God uh, by yourself, which you have the capability to do that. Each of us, 7 billion people can create a relationship uh, to God. We don't need a middleman or a middlewoman. Um, we have the intellect, we have the spiritual yearning, the spiritual appetite to do so. Uh, but again, in religion, it's a lot of rules, it's a lot of rituals, um, and uh, that erases our 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 opportunity uh, to to just go to God directly. It stops us. Religion stops us from doing that, actually. But anyway, I'm off. I'm way way off here. Please forgive me. In the lives of Black people, religions have done the greatest disservice. Uh, black people uh, are being still being colonized because of the Abrahamic religions. Black people, where, whether they are on the continent of Africa, North America, Europe, uh, the Caribbean, uh, I mean, Caribbean people just take religion to a whole new level. I mean, it's, it's just so sad to watch them be so dedicated to it. And our lives have not changed in the Caribbean. Like we just are just religious loving people, but we don't do anything else to change the socioeconomic um, output of, of that region. And that's why you see so many people, as these islands are still stuck in tourism. Uh, this this suffering because climate change is is you know is real. It is it's entering different regions and it's causing a lot of problems. Uh, religion is not going to stop climate change um, from you know happening. Your religious views, your religious conclusion, will not stop climate change. It will not stop violence um, because those are just man made ideas. Uh, religion came from man, but. That's the whole idea of black people being stuck in religions is that it came from the, our slave masters. It was passed down in some way, shape or form, form from people who, who, who oppress us and they brought on their conclusions of, of God uh, in, the, in the areas where they traveled. Um, Europeans traveled to Africa to colonize Africa. They traveled to North America, colonized North America. Definitely the Caribbean, and of course, as the traveling is 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 happening, so is um, the value system. It is being passed along, and Black people unfortunately ended up with the um, religious conclusion of of Europeans, where I've talked about you know everything from Paul uh, ruining the um, the New Testament with with by copying and plagiarizing. And here you have uh, generations of black people just stuck, stuck worshiping something that is not real. You, black people in Christian and the different definitions of, of Christianity are uh, stuck in a, a, a religious conclusion that is not beneficial to us. Uh, looking at a white Jesus and we're black is, a, is the greatest problem. It is problem number one. Why do you think that your God is... Uh, is white. Uh, that's a problem. That's a uh, colonialism issue. Everything that colonialism did to us mentally and psychologically also included uh, they passing down their version of, of Jesus, who is a blonde, to us. And you still have black people, you know, with uh, that image of a white Jesus in their houses. And they still believe that this is, uh, this is okay, like this is normal. It is not normal. It is abnormal for you to believe that 
uh, God does not look like you with your black skin, that God is a white man. It, that's a that's a big big problem. It is one of the first first problems of um, trying to get black people to see things differently, to um, take them away from that conclusion that God is white or that Jesus was white. Um, it, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of wrongs to this. But the greatest wrong is that. For, in order for you to approach the Bible, for example, and to truly understand the Bible, you need to know some background information. I've said this before. There are many civilizations in the Bible, and you need to know who the civilizations were. What is their significance? And Black people, after being passed along through slavery and all, and with what colonialism did, it kind of took over the spiritual concepts and the educational way that um, Black people were used to learning, it, colonialism changed all of that and incorporated new ideas. And these new ideas ended up um, putting uh, the what was known to Black people away, the what Black people were practicing, what they were, you know, what what they knew uh, was destroyed by uh, slavery. <clears throat> Excuse me. Number one, it was destroyed by slavery. It was dismantled by colonialism. And we're still suffering from the after effect of that. Now, some of the greatest psych black psychologists have um, done research. Um, Dr. Ray Higgins, Dr. Bobby E. Wright, Dr. Francis Wesleyan, uh, just to name a few, Dr. Amos Wilson, have all talked about the psychological effect of white supremacy, uh, specifically in, in the context of religion. And they have also done research uh, about the Bible to try to teach black people that you are reading a, a, a doctrine that is um, that does not represent you per se, but there's some cultural appropriation in there. Therefore, you have to analyze it, not believe it. You have to assess it. Those psychologists, those educators have been working tirelessly to, uh, you know, educate black people on um, these religions and how they are. Uh, just doing the most damaging uh, psych job in the lives of Black people. It is holding us back because we are believing in things that do not exist. Jesus did not exist. Uh, that is a problem if you put your problems in the hands of Jesus instead of solving them and instead of tackling them. That is a, that is that is problematic. Um, Islam did the same in Sub-Saharan Africa and in other places where it went. Uh, it took away spiritual ideas from those people um, and black and brown people. And of course, uh, brought them their, their version of religion. Um, so, you know, having read the work of uh, Dr. Yosef Jakanan, I was talking about him in We the Black Jews, his book. Um, he's he has he has also been very valuable in uh, you know teaching pe black people about their lives in Africa before Europeans, and he explains the Abrahamic religions and how you know just how um, false they are. What they have done is spread falsehood, and black people in the diaspora are continuing to believe this without any form of um, research. But then again. Uh, in order to read the Bible in an effective, a meaningful way, you have to know the background, like I was saying. You have to know the background of the story. And we don't know the background because we don't know our history that goes all the way back beyond slavery. Like as Black people in, in Western civilization, that was taken from us and we we're suffering to put the bits and pieces together. This is still happening. 
uh, we're still putting our, we're still connecting our lineage to Africa. Some people, some black people don't even want that connection. They specifically tell you that, oh, I'm foundational black, I mean, I'm in America and I'm, and that's what I am. Or I'm from the Caribbean. I don't, um, I'm not African. And that, that is problem number, I don't know what number that is, <laughs> but it's, it's one of the problems if, you know, our black lives is that we are detached from, um, from, I, from ideas and systems which our DNA is connected to. And if you don't know that information, then yes, you will fall in the, the, the category of belief. Uh, and that is why Christianity continues to flourish in the lives of black people. That's why Islam continues to flourish in the lives of black people. Perhaps Judaism too. It's because we don't have that full information. We don't have um, a complete, um, you know, idea of what was what was our lives before slavery. Slavery, even in West Africa, what was there before everything was taken. And, you know, life did not begin in West Africa. It traveled to West Africa. So there's, there was more to Africa uh, than West Africa. What was that life before? What was happening? Uh, we don't know that. We have to struggle to find that out. Um, uh, and it, it's harder for us to uh, put all of that together so that we can have a strong conclusion. Though I do credit those Black people who have done the research, who have opened their mind to the research, uh, to the point where they have said goodbye to Christianity or Islam or Judaism. And they have said, you know, I don't want any of that because those people did connect. Uh, they realized that, you know, the lessons that they were learning in Western civilization's history class uh, were lies. They, they were not, they were not um, connected to the actual truth of, of Africa uh, to them. And uh, those people who left these religions, they have left because they have done research. And there's a big difference between doing research and continuing to exist in that religion just because, uh, you know, it has been in your family for so long. It, it, is, it is complicated. The lives of Black people in religion, um, it, it, is, it's, it continues to be complicated uh, because it's, in some ways, it's almost understandable that our slave ancestors needed a place to go and religion uh, ended up being that place. And they, of course, defined it differently. Uh, but again, just because you customize a figure to make him look black does not mean this figure actually existed or that this figure is uh, connected to you uh, in a way that is beneficial to you. Uh, so it's not about relatability per se. It's more about having the right information to really know who do, who do you put your problems in who do you give your problems to, uh, to the prophet or the messenger, or do you just go to God? Uh, it, it's a, it's a different trajectory once you have that right information, but it's very important for you to have that right information. And I can say this with all earnesty that a lot of black people in Western civilization, uh, we do not have all the information about our African history and it is holding us back. It is causing problems in our life, specifically in a religious context, because, you know, so many black people are involved in Christianity and they are, it, it you you we we have to get better to all my um my african brothers and sisters um we, we have to get better we we have to do the the research into our history and we have help we have people like dr yosef jacana we have people like dr ray higgins uh who have 
you know, done the research and we just have to apply that research. We have to read it first and then apply this research to uh, our lives so that we can be better because we are separated now psychologically, spiritually. We're just, we're all over the place. We're not, we're not cohesive as we should be uh, so that we can make uh, our socioeconomic lives better. Uh, so, you know, th this is a wake up call. Like being a former Christian, again, I can say that I have a, a experience on both sides. And we, I can tell you that the lies in religions um, and what it teaches, specifically black and brown people about themselves um, is, you know, it's, there's a, there are problems there. There are problems. And the only way to tackle that is to learn the actual history. The only way to tackle that is to uh, learn uh, your history, specifically as black and brown people. Um, and the history that is away from your oppressor's views, uh, not aligning with their views, but instead finding out what was what was life before they came, because there was life, there were civilizations. Anyway, I will stop here and um, check out the website, dismantlecapitalismglobally.com. I've been writing a lot. Um, Check out the other website, changingourly.com. Uh, I'm also on YouTube. I will touch base with you another time. In the meantime, uh, continue to be strong. Continue to find friendship in people who are genuine and authentic and, uh, you know, don't believe that you should share the same exact perspectives as them every day, all day. You don't want that kind of friendship. You want the kind of friendship where people are challenging you. And they are uh, showing you um, genuine care. So take care of yourself, and you know, do, you know, read read about the, the the different civilizations in the Bible. Read about uh, the historicalness of those civilizations, so that you're not you know just walking around thinking that the Bible has verses and you should use those to um, you know to communicate with other people. Uh, reach people in a humanitarian way, you know, ask them how they're doing, ask them if they want something to eat, they want something to drink. Don't approach them with nonsensical biblical verses and think that this is going to help them. It's not going to help them. Thank you so much.